Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love having on the program the one and only Joseph Muse. He is really one of the uh, uh, most, um, what, I see, what can I say, audience responsive guests we have on the program. They ask questions, they want to know more, particularly right after he does a segment, which is why we like to get him on for. Uh, um, you know, a couple of times a month. A lot of our, our recurring guests are on once a month. I'm delighted we get to have him on a couple of times a month and uh, because he brings so much to every single segment. I love what, his, what he does. Uh, I try to keep it simple. I can go a whole segment just talking about how cool his company is because I am a fan. Um, what they do is they don't sell advice. They sell success. And the way you know they sell success, success is they only make money if you're successful. I mean, think about that dynamic. And uh, it's a model that he and I have talked about often that you would think a lot of companies would line up and get behind that because it makes perfect sense. But I think uh, most businesses don't have belief in their abilities like Joseph Muse and his company does. Joseph, with that, get down into the nitty-gritty real quick of what you do. Let's get into our topic. And his website, by the way, is businessgpsllc.com. Kevin, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. You know, I remember when I started this uh, business, my gosh, now 12 years ago, and I said, well, I'm going to do it all on contingency. It really changes the mindset of, of, of who we are and how we operate because we're only going to get paid if your business succeeds, then we're going to treat your business like our business. We're going to work seven days a week. We're going to work uh, early in the morning to late in the evening to make sure you're successful. But when I started, I thought, oh my gosh, how lucky I am that I was the first one to figure this out. I'm sure the market's going to get crowded in a couple of years because that's how it is uh, in our country. You have, you have one good idea. People are, are going to be right behind you. And here we are 12 years later and, and, and nobody has, has replicated. I guess people don't want to work seven days a week, uh, you know, sun up to sundown like, like business owners. But, you know, that's who we are. That's in our DNA. And that's how we operate. Your business is our business. It's so much easier to sell something with no strings attached. Uh, and those strings, of course, being strings that affects the seller. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and so and that's what most of you want to do. It's so easy to sell advice. Oh, it didn't work. Well, you probably didn't do it right. You know? Whereas in your case, and, and by the way, you, you, know, you mentioned something. It changes the mentality of the, of the company, your company, but it changes the mentality of your client because unless your clients are just complete jerks, they sit there and they know, okay, I better do this stuff because uh, otherwise you're going to be doing this for nothing and they're not going to want to do it for long. So they're yeah. unusually, not only are you unusually invested, more importantly really is that your clients are unusually invested in this consulting yeah, exactly. And a lot of it, that word mindset, we could probably spend a whole uh, uh, discussion on, on that, but shifting the mindset makes all the difference. And, and that business owner, when they started the business, they had a certain mindset. They were full of fire and energy and, and raring to go. And and typically what's happened is over five years, 10 years, whatever it's been, that mindset has shifted Suddenly, but over a long period of time, all of a sudden you wake up and you go, my gosh, how did I get here? And how do I get out of here? How do I get back to where I was? So shifting the mindset is really the, the foundation from which we build. 
Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of marriages, as we were talking about that. Right. right. <laughs> what happened? Okay, let's get into the uh, let's get into today's topic. I think this is very important. How to get customers? It seems it seems to be harder in some ways now than ever. Um, you know, I kind of understand some of the uh, resistance that uh, businesses are facing in this front, but love to get your view and your take, and you know uh, how you help your clients in this space. When, you, when I see you talk about this, it's like, what do these guys not do? And it's not a one-man show. You have an entire team that helps people. It's really quite phenomenal. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So in some ways, it's easier now than ever to get customers. In some ways, it's more difficult because the the space is crowded. But there are so many tools available to you for free or almost free now that you didn't have before. So I always tell people as a small business, start with your, your best source, which is your existing customers, your existing customers, whether you have an online store, whether people walk into your store, those are the people who are going to advocate for your business. They have the greatest belief in your business. They've had positive experiences with you. So I would say, my gosh, have you started with, have you started with just going to your existing customers? And Kevin, you'd be amazed at how many said, no, we haven't done that. Hey, how about a referral code? Referral 10, right? 10% off. Or um, uh, here's a a membership uh, for every 10 purchases, you get one free, et cetera. That that costs you nothing. It literally, when you think about the 10% off for the additional sale, you're still making incremental margin on that additional sale. If you're giving a, a, a membership, buy uh, 10, get one free, then you're making it uh, up for it in volume. So how about going to your existing customers? Now, a lot of uh, business owners will say, well, I'm too busy. So that gets to time management and what your priorities are. But what I find is that there's always somebody internally on the team who has time. You know, n- not everybody is working in your business eight hours a day, five days a week, right? So you can find somebody on your team to say, hey, listen, I want you to own this. Can you please try to collect the data on our customers? Can you please start to put messaging out there? And it gets delegated to that person. So anyways, I'm always blown away. To me, revenue is the is the gas that you put in your gas tank that drives your car. So you should always be focused as a business owner on your revenue going to your existing customers is a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. Um, I think the, what the, the dilemma we're seeing, you know, I was really hoping we had some good news, like last week they would have announced that, yeah, we're going to continue to pause and watch closely on interest rates increases. <laughs> There's a continuous right. cold shower going on in this economy. I don't fault the Fed. In fact, I, I would probably give the Fed a B overall compared to how ridiculous they were early watching, you know, the, the fire burn and playing their fiddle uh, early on. Uh, they finally realized they had to take action. I only wish they had done it sooner. I know they have to do it, but man, it's like a cold shower. And so if you're looking at, uh, you know, a client needing to make a commitment for six months, good luck with that. If you're not willing to be uh, flexible in pricing, good luck with that. Uh, you got to do stuff that is unique to this current economy. Talk about that. Well, I think I think a lot of it comes to first of all. Let's go back to, to my examples. If you give somebody ten percent off or twenty percent off for 
passing the code along to a friend or buy 10, get one free, that does speak to the budget conscious person if you have a, a retail customer. In the corporate world, I tell you where I've seen people who have had the greatest success. They are people who will have honest conversation with their customers. Hey, Steve, this is what we're experiencing. What are you experiencing? Tell me, listen, you're my partner. If you, if you t have so much conversation is wrapped in ego, you and I have talked about that subject many times. You're a business owner. You want to convey strength. I know what I'm doing. But what happens is you don't end up having honest conversation with your customer. So, hey, Steve, tell me what's going on. You're my partner. We appreciate the business. And I want to make sure that, that I'm doing what I can to help you guys. So, you know, this is what we're seeing. What are you seeing? And then let's try to figure out how we can accomplish what we need for both of us, maybe in some other way or format or structure or whatever. So I have found the guys who, who have that ability to have honest conversation eventually get to the truth from their customer and they find a solution. And frankly, the customer is happy that they found a solution. Okay, great. Now let's try it. You, you always deliver 10 widgets every week. How about we do three widgets every other day or, you know, whatever that case is. But I think that's in a, a very important piece is listening and having honest conversation. Yeah, and what happens in that process is a, a great latent benefit is that all of a sudden you go from vendor to trusted advisor. Exactly, exactly. You you build an emotional connection as as however that sounds, but you're you're now you have trust, and that trust you're at a different level with your uh, client than the other five vendors that are out there who are calling trying to get their business. Yeah, great. You give me a little bit lower price. But I trust Kevin. I trust Joe. He he's my friend. Even though, again, they might not say it that way. That's what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so so uh, talk about how do you kind of kind of challenge your current status quo and uh, develop a different approach. And also talk about your team. You know what your team does in helping people in this particular space. Sure. So the the I think the an important piece to look at is in today's day and age online, it's so easy to see what your competitors are doing. So I always, I tell people always find time every day to be a student of the game, always be learning. And one way in which you can learn is you can go online and you can see what your competitors are selling. You can see what discount codes they're giving. You can see their Google Analytics. So I can see if I have a competitor, you know, uh, three blocks down the street, I can see what Google ads they're running. I can see how much they're spending. I can see the ad and go, wow, if they're doing great with that, then why don't I just do the same thing? You don't have to reinvent the wheel. So there's so much information out there about what successful companies are doing in your space, replicate it. And most of the stuff that you're going to see is going to be free or very inexpensive to replicate. What we do on the revenue side, most of the time, Kevin, we're helping people get started. We're helping people uh, create the list, start posting on social media, uh, create some of that content just to get the ball going so they, go, they feel confident, they understand it, and then they go from there. And, and Kevin, most of the time, that's all part of the package. No problem. There, there's no charge for that. There are cases where we say, listen, I think, I think we can really be hands-on here, and if we can 
if we can drive X amount of revenue into your business, then we'll get a we'll get a fee of five percent, ten percent, whatever is appropriate off of that revenue for the time frame that we're working on it. So let's say that's a you know six or twelve month time frame. So sometimes we'll do a, a, a what would be a commission or revenue share you know, on those things. But a lot of it is just training and giving the confidence and the tools so that they can just continue to do that every day from here on out. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. So kind of give us some, uh, I always love it when I have you on, getting, give, give the listeners some uh, marching orders, if you will. It should be done. Every day you should be thinking about getting more customers. And if you don't know what to do or how to do it, then go to your existing customer base and pitch them and talk to them. Have conversation with your top three customers, your top five customers. Put the ego aside and say, hey, I'm looking to grow my business. What do you suggest? Where can I improve? What other services can I add? And brainstorm with them. Maybe they get a freebie from you or something, but they're going to appreciate it because, again, it, it creates a, a bond of trust. So figure out how to communicate with your current customers. Talk about a starting point. That's exactly what I would do. Go to your top two or three or five, have that conversation, and then go from there. And also, it, it's a no-brainer. Go see what your yeah. competitors are doing, right? I mean, it's uh, getting customers should not be the issue in your business. There are a lot of other more difficult tasks out there, but getting customers, in my opinion, if you're providing a good service at a good price, or a good product at a good price, that should be one of your easier issues to solve. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. And I think it's really important. You know, I, I think it's how interesting how much we look at our business and we love the revenue and we want more. Who, who wants more? Who wants less, right? It's like the kindergarten teacher talking to the kids. More, give me more. You know, uh, but uh, we don't have the passion of what's required to do that. I love Brian Tracy's work, particularly Eat the Frog. And for a lot of a lot of business owners, pursuing clients is frog eating. They don't really enjoy it. They 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 think their product and service is so cool that uh, customers should come from nowhere pounding on their door. And there's this terrible thing called reality that undermines that. <laughs> and so <laughs> eat the frog. What does that mean? Well, first of all, read the book. It's a phenomenal book. Um, but that means d- devote a certain amount of time, particularly if you really hate it, do it first thing. And then you'll have so much pride of getting done, something done that you hated to do but was incredibly important that you will want to keep doing stuff that uh, is um, character building, esteem building, and business building. That, and that's the most important. That's the reason why you want to do it. Just, just do it. Do it first thing. You don't have to do hours. Do an hour. If you do an hour of business building every morning first thing, you're going to build your business. There is there is that group of uh, business owners who I'll talk to and they'll go, but I have the greatest product. I oh I uh, I do it so much better than everybody else. It, it doesn't work that way. That's a very naive view that just because what you have is better, the world's going to see it and go, oh okay, let's go there. Today's world is so crowded with all the messaging that's out there. So the, I tell you, Kevin, what I do is I every day. I look at a number. Okay, today, this is here are the things I need to do. Three of these things, five of these customers, X amount of dollars coming in the door from new business, right? I have, I, I, I put it into 
uh, numerical context of what I'm supposed to do that day that's going to make sure that I have revenue because revenue is my security blanket. If I have revenue, then I can solve a lot of my issues. So I, I, I break it down to numbers like doing X amount of sit-ups or X amount of calories every day, and then that helps coach me and guide me. Okay, Joe, did you do your three things? Because the numbers end up being my coach, and I know at the end of the day or at the end of the week whether I succeeded or I failed, and that, that keeps me in line. Yeah, absolutely. If you build it, they will not come. I don't care what a movie told you. And so uh, you, you got to get it out there. You got to do the stuff that is hard. You got to promote it. And uh, what you'll find is you'll develop a discipline. You've got disciplines in your life, and you love them, and you're not going to trade them. But if you were to look at them at the before moment you began those disciplines, a lot of them you say, why would I want to do that every day? You know, I do a certain amount of reading every single day. I journal every single day. Early on, these were hard tasks. And, uh, you know, now I can't imagine not doing those things. And I do it like a discipline. I have a certain amount of time devoted to each of those things. And so you can do the same thing with your business. Uh, but it's crucial to get frequency when I'm talking daily and to just do it. All right, final thoughts, and we wrap it up real quick. We went a little over. I always do whenever you're on because we have too much fun. Listen, be a, I, I always enjoy it. Be a student of the game. And like you just said, build it into your daily routine. These certain tasks to go and let the public know ab about what you have and, and what you believe in. And, and it will resonate with people, your message, because it's coming from your belief and your passion and your heart. Build it into a daily routine, and you'll never wake up concerned about lack of customers. No doubt about it. All right, Joseph Muse, business, gpsllc.com. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business program. Stay tuned for more after this.